the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. In my opinion, Chairman Powell is serious as an aneurysm. (laughs) He's about as good for this country as an aneurysm is, too. And and you know what? I was just looking up and seeing that the alleged first lady is here in San Diego today. The uh, she's about as uh, fun as about as wor- as about as useful to the United States of America as an aneurysm or as a poop flavored lollipop, which is one of my favorite lines from the movie Dodgeball. Another great comedy, right? Who saw Dodgeball? It's okay. The the scene where the actor's in the wheelchair and he's he's training him as he's throwing he's throwing Harry. Are you gonna him. lose it? I think you're gonna lose it. <laughs> I love that scene so much. They have to dodge the hammers. I mean, has there been a death in your family recently? I mean, do you know it's see it's, funny? it's a funny movie. It's not <laughs> one of my favorites. It's funny. <laughs> that movie cracks me up. Google. I don't remember the name of the actor who says that line. The one that that play he, he he's in the wheelchair and he's throwing the hammers at him, and he's the one who says the line. You're about as useful as a poop flavor. <laughs> Welcome to Friday night on the Andrea K Show. <laughs> oh my gosh, I need a comedy tonight. I think Should, you need to watch Dodgeball tonight. I think I need to watch Dodgeball tonight. I tell you what I don't need to do is watch any more of that Alec Murtaugh trial. It's been driving me absolutely bananas. If you guys have been watching it, uh, what are your thoughts in terms of how you think the prosecution is doing? To me, if the Snapchat video is real, then he's a serial killer. And because there's no way that this Snapchat video, which shows him with them seconds before their heads were blown off from a shotgun, if that Snapchat video was real, Alec Murtaugh slaughtered his mother and his wife and his son in order to try to prevent discovery of all of his financial crimes. I think it's pretty straightforward. And I don't know how much of the criticisms that I'm hearing about the evidence, I don't know how much of that is just coming from people that... Um, just want to have something to talk about, have something to criticize. To me, it's just pretty, pretty obvious, right? Um, so let me know your thoughts on that if you're following that. 888-344-1170. I was checking the news during the break scans. Explosion in the sky above Billings, Montana, where the Chinese spy balloon was spotted. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> Residents are reporting they saw an explosion in the sky. There's video of the aftermath. I could see it on, I'm at dailymail.co.uk. And you can see a trail, um, kind of like what it looked like with um, after Challenger exploded, which oh, was so sad with the anniversary of Challenger. Oh, uh, oh just horrific! T- absolutely terrible. One of the saddest things 
ever heard. I remember seeing that as a kid. I could still see the image in my head. Oh, it was absolutely terrible. And you know what was so bad about that, too, was... Well, there were so many things that were bad, but the families were all there, right? And they're on oh, the yeah. stands, yeah. and then they're looking up, and they're thinking at first that that's just it's breaking away, and that it's okay, and then the the realization that their family members just exploded during the launch. But then you don't know as you're seeing the little capsule come down, how long were they conscious? What did they go through? I mean that 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 Challenger story to this day is one of the one of the stories that just really captured my heart, just really hurt. Mine too. Yeah, it's just really tough. It's one of the reasons why I'm not a big fan of the space program. You know, it's dangerous. What have we really gotten out of it for all Don't the money? Don't worry, Bob and I are right up and there. The, well, y'all are crazy. That's because y'all are crazy. Yeah, but this but the Montana thing. I mean, it makes you wonder that it did they shoot down the balloon? Did it self destruct? I don't know. I mean, I'm looking at I'm looking at a trail um, that looks like. I don't see the video of it live. I'm just seeing pictures from it. So it should have never been allowed to enter into our airspace. No, the second it crossed over, it should have been shot down. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely not. Um, Let's get into some serious news. We are going to have Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week a little bit later. I think, my man, I think you've got a movie review for people, do you not? Uh, I was going to, and then I found what I showed you a little bit earlier. I'm actually so excited about that. Maybe I'll give them a two for one. Okay. All righty. That sounds good. Um, okay, so let's talk Pfizer. Uh, one of my nominees for Hero of the Week, if not my here, this may be my hero and my stink, and it's Project Veritas getting this Pfizer dude uh, to talk uh, about how they are literally. And I don't even know if it was this week or last week, but it's it could be a perpetual stink. Bragging on camera. I think it was. They, they, it was such a long uh, cut. They focused on some of it last week and some of it this week, but it was yeah. last week. Oh, okay. Um, Oh, I, I don't think I was here for the second hour on Friday, so I didn't do Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. That's what it was. So um, Hero and Stink is Hero Project Veritas for continuing to do the work that they do to get to capture the truth from people that are wreaking havoc on our nation, responsible for, you know, whether in the instance of Planned Parenthood, the slaughter of children, in the instance of this Pfizer guy that he busted, that they're literally mutating a virus to make it as lethal as possible so that they can make more money off the shots. So now there's even more come out, um, which has to do with um, Pfizer Director Jordan Walker sharing concerns for the shot effect on women's reproductive health. What a coinkydink. So many of the people that behind sounds, these shots. That sounds like something we've talked about. Andrea. I know. You know, we've got so many people behind these shots that are also on record talking about how we need to, you know, we need to do something about the overpopulation, right? Um, here's what this dude had to say about the issue. Uh, clip five. I mean, irregular about their menstrual cycle, so people have to investigate that down the line. Yeah. Because well, that is a little concerning. It actually shouldn't be interfering with that, so we don't really It, it shouldn't? It shouldn't. Like but is it? There's something happening, but we don't know if it's well, I mean, you're a urologist, so you must understand, like, what's going on with it, right? Like, so that's why I understand that it's weird. I hope we don't find out that, like, there's somehow this mRNA, like, lingers in the body, and then it, like, has... Because it has to be impacting something hormonal stuff. to impact menstrual cycles. Yeah, or, like, the entire next generation is, like, super... Could you imagine the scandal? Oh, my God. I'd be... I'd take Pfizer off my resume. Yeah. 
Yeah, if this got out, the scandal, it's it's tough to hear. Um, so maybe Google the project latest Project Veritas. Um, what this guy is saying is, well, it, basically, he's even bringing his own his own just common sense to it before he talks about, before he mentions anything related to the data, is that it just makes sense. If you're, you're putting mRNA in people, it's going to affect... Uh, it's it's going to affect their fertility. That he didn't use the word fertility; uh, he used the hormones. It's going to affect your hormones, and what if, and what are your hormones? Uh, it, you know, how, what do they affect your fertility? He also said that he didn't he didn't know, they don't know if it's going if it stays in your system, right? But here they here they're forcing it on young women, forcing it on men, forcing it on pregnant women, forcing it on children. All about power, hundred percent about power. And it's not going to go away. They're not going to go away. Their plan was is by now we would all have a digital footprint and we'd all we wouldn't be able to maneuver around society without showing that we got the shot. And that didn't happen. No, they're 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 retooling. That's still their end game. That's still their end game and they're retooling. Yeah. Um, OAN has an article out. Um, that also is concerning this. Oh, and and let me read this to you because one of the things I mentioned, it's hard for him to hear. He says, there is something irregular about their menstrual cycles concerning. So this is the truth. And we talked about this with with, uh, Naomi Wolf when she was on the show. When pressed on if if the shot should be interfering with reproductive health, he admitted there is an effect, but they don't know what it is. So they don't know. Yet they are telling you it's safe and effective. They're running ads that sound like musical theater productions in San Diego. To try oh, to we get were her. watching one uh, before the show, and it's so cute and clever, and they got this pink COVID ball, and they're throwing it back and forth. Yeah. Ryan Cunningham tweeted, Pfizer knows the shot. I'm never using the V word. Ryan Cunningham, why are you using the V word? These are not vaccines. What did I do? Knock my thing out. These... Stand by, live radio. Yes, live radio. These are not vaccines. Stop playing the left's game. Stop playing along with them. These are not vaccines. Okay? These are shots. It just annoys me how the, how conservatives just march in lockstep over the word games that the left use against us. Um, there is something happening, this Walker guy said, but we don't always figure it out. So Ryan Cunningham says Pfizer knows that shot is affecting women's menstrual cycles. They know it's causing an issue with the hypothalamic pituitary gonadal HPG axis. They just don't know why. And instead of trying to figure it out and testing that out on mice. No, the whole world's a guinea pig and they don't care because they really they really don't want. uh, You know, they want to get rid. They want to cut the population. He had gone on to say, I hope we don't find out. This was the part that wasn't clear in the audio. I hope we don't find out that somehow this mRNA lingers in the body and like, because, like, like he's from the valley and like, okay, because it has to be affecting something hormonal to impact menstrual cycles. I hope we don't discover something really bad down the line. Oh, you mean like people dropping dead from myocarditis? So you, you, maybe they should have tested that, Andrea. Yeah. He says, if something were to happen downstream and it was like really bad, I mean, the scale of that scandal would be enormous. He says that. And and then he goes on to say, yeah, I'd have to take Pfizer off my resume. Yeah, this is what we're this is. This is what uh, the U.S. government has done to us. Hashtag science. Not allowed to question. Right. Not allowed to question anything. I am the science. Fauci said, here's your science, man. Not allowed to question something that they don't even know what it's doing. 
because they didn't care. All it is about power. And this is why Trump needs to get it, come out against these shots and say, you know what? I am not a scientist. I don't claim to be. Uh, I don't have a lab coat. I don't know how to work a. I don't know how to work a microscope. I brought in the scientists to do their thing, and you know, uh, it, you know, I'm not going to. I wouldn't try to remove it from market because you've got the right to try. Because he was all about right to try, but I'm not endorsing these shots. Buyer you know, he's beware. been saying a lot of right lately, Andrea, but he's going to lose a lot of people from his base if he does not do that. Absolutely. All right, we're going to take a break, but don't you go anywhere. There's more to talk about. What do you guys think? Should they shoot this balloon down? 888-344-1170. AK, dynamite in a dress. Or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. So there's an ad on the TV right now uh, for this movie called 80 for Brady, which is these old old gals. And I love an old gal, you know, uh, movie, right? Um, you know, I used to love the show... Um, Golden Girls. I mean, it's a great show. Great show, right? Hilarious. Um, and you know what? I would probably go see this movie, but for Hanoi Jane. I cannot stand Jane Fonda. And I used yep. to love Nine to Five. I love the movie Nine to Five that came out with Dolly Parton, but I just don't think I can stomach Jane Fonda. No, I like I like the rest of the cast. I like Sally Field, Rita Moreno. Of course, I love. She's so beautiful. Lily Tomlin is hilarious. Of course. I mean, I've seen the ad for the movie. It looks like a cute movie. Yeah, I, it maybe is. I don't know if it's opening this weekend or not. Kind of weird timing, given the fact that Tom Brady has decided to retire. So I don't know. You guys going to go see this movie? Eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. It could be cute. It could be cute. But then again, it's got Jane Fonda. Why would I want Jane Fonda? Um, okay, so I just saw this story. Um, Oh, this was not the story I meant. Check out this headline. I'm 24 and my 85-year-old husband is older than my grandfather. Say what? But we're looking into IVF, IVF so he can be a dad for the first time. This is in Starkville, Mississippi. Um, I've been to Starkville. Okay. <laughs> I'm not surprised by this story. Just see your <laughs> eyes when you were talking about that. Okay, let me get back to the story I wanted to talk about. Okay, have you heard of the latest bad behavior trend that's referred to with the acronym ICE? I-C-E. No. Never heard of this before. And I'm somebody that one of the first things, I mean, you know, from taking etiquette classes. I mean, when I was growing up in the South, we had home ec class and you had to be taught etiquette. You had, you had to set a table at home and take pictures of it and cook a meal and it all had to be proper, the spacing of the silverware and all that kind of stuff. Okay. I mean, I was raised in etiquette. Doesn't make me miss manners um, uh, or Letitia Baldridge. But in fact, when I graduated college, mama gave me the, the, the Letitia Baldridge guide to manners, guide to executive manners. She was like, you're going to go into corporate America. You need this book. And it was like this thick. Right? Got to be a classy lady. <laughs> Got to be classy, right? Got to keep it classy. And yet I have never heard of this passive-aggressive food habit called ICE. Here's what it stands for. And this may bug you because you're very much into manners and into, into proper am. behavior. So this may bug you too. ICE stands for invidious comparison eating. Invidious now I'm like on like on um, Jeopardy. Invidious? What is? It does sound like a Jeopardy question. Invidious comparison eating or ice. What this is is let's say you've got somebody over for dinner, and it's Thanksgiving, 
And, you know, everybody's got kind of their own recipes that yeah. they make for their, you know, how they cook their turkey. Do they brine it? Do they dry rub it? Do, do they call it dressing or stuffing? Yeah, different variations. Right. You know, so and so if you're somebody who who commits the faux pas of individual comparison eating or ice, you're somebody that would compliment somebody on their dressing, for example, and say, oh, this dressing is so good. Now, when I make my dressing... I use XYZ instead of this ingredient in the dressing. To me, I guess it would depend on who it was coming from. If it's like, you know, mom, dad, something like that, casual conversation, I can see it being okay. For the most part, though, that could go wrong real quick. Well, I mean, it's kind of like, I think I think it depends on the situation. If your mother-in-law is Marie from from Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah. Right. I mean, she's constantly picking at the, at the daughter-in-law, constantly trying to find something wrong. Her claim to fame is that she's a great cook. Right. And she makes better food than everybody. I mean, then she's going to ride her daughter-in-law on the food. Right. And I think that, but that, but that's really not even about what she's saying about the food. That's really about control and feeling threatened. Right. So it's not even about the food. Look, if somebody, if, if you've got a guest at your home and they compliment you on your food, then say thank you. Why are you getting your nose out of joint? Because they might go, well, you know, in my, in my, dressing you know i don't use because we use a lot of boiled eggs in our dressing in our thanksgiving dressing a lot of boiled eggs some people aren't into the boiled eggs right i wouldn't take offense i'd be like pick i'd be like okay so that's cool next time i come to your house for thanksgiving i'm gonna bring me i'm gonna bring me a side because i like boiled eggs in mine where i would find that okay is not at the table if you're at you know said function holiday you know holiday gathering whatever and you're off by yourself with the other person Mention it casually, but not in the table in front of everybody when you're enjoying the meal. Uh, I don't. I feel like we're just we're just look as somebody who I haven't even talked much about it. As somebody who's just had some health struggles this week, I'm just grateful to have another day. You know, it's like life's too short. You know, it's like if somebody gives you if you've invited somebody. Here's how I look at it: If you've invited somebody over to your home, you're you need to take the higher road because you're the host because this is an invited guest into your home. And that means you accept the compliment and you don't get your nose out of joint because they say, well, you know, if I was to make this, I would have added in this. Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I, yeah. I see I see both sides and I agree with you. I'm just yeah. trying to kind of maybe find right. a nice middle right. ground. To me, this is just such an example of how our culture is. They're just looking for something to be unhappy about, looking for something to be offended about, looking for something that they can come up with an acronym for so that they can divide. And then through that division, they can have power. It's about control. Ultimately, it is about control. If you've got a problem with somebody complimenting, because, and, and I actually, I don't have a problem with it because there's different ways to make a pecan pie. One of the biggest debates that we have in the South is uh, halves or chopped pecans in the pecan pie. I don't do halves. To me, they get chewy. I, I like chopped pecans in my pecan pie because that way they stay nice and crunchy. I like the texture better. But you know what? If, if somebody was to eat my pecan pie and go, oh, you know, I love this pecan. And, and it's happened to me. Oh, I use pecan halves. Well, good for you. Okay, good. There's lots of different ways I'm to make it. I'm still making it this way. Yeah, there's lots of different ways to make it. We've got to stop being such a culture that's just constantly looking for something to be to be complaining about. And you know, Andrea, I don't. It, and to I be remember offended growing about. up, and I don't remember it ever being that way until more no. recent times. It's everybody's on edge, constantly looking for a reason to be offended. 
I don't exist to try to, I never, I have, and I don't think I can ever think of a time where I went out of my way where I tried to hurt somebody's feelings. That's not how I operate. But nor am I going to operate to where I've got to walk on eggshells and go through society because the left has decided what, that they have the right and they're the arbiters of words and they've got the right. There's no difference in this than somebody telling me I'm being disrespectful. If I don't use a pronoun that somebody's demanding of me, to me, it's all abuse and it's all about control. And with the way we got to push back is if I give a compliment to somebody, I may test it out. I may go to a party and go, you know what? I am just loving so much this Italian cream cake you made, um, but I don't use dried fruit in mine. And see what they say. Test it out. Somebody's got a problem. I, it, it, but, you know, this can't be in the South because in the South, people would be like, oh, that's cool. Whatever. They don't care. I can definitely see this all over California. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be. This is just about trying to cha- trying to change our culture and into because um, that's really what wokeism is all about. It's about you know, it's people- funny. You know, I've been over people's house, Andrea, where I've had that thought, but it never exits my mouth because you're grateful for the person inviting you to their home and for the meal that they've cooked. Right. It's a win-win. If you're invited, you, you're gracious because you, somebody has extended their home to you. Somebody's spent money, by the way. Uh, to, they've probably, if they're like me, they ran around for two days, the last minute cleaning up, right? Vacuuming. You know, a lot of work goes into, you know, creating a meal. So, and let me give you an example of me. So it's sophomore year at LSU. I'm invited by boyfriend, the one that daddy said always carried around a mirror in his back pocket so he could look at himself because he was super handsome, Doug Clark. So Doug Clark invites me. Yeah, I'm using his name because he ain't that handsome anymore. So Doug invites me down to um, Florida where he went to where he's from to meet his family. And we go to his best friend's family's house for dinner. So it's not his parents' meal, but it's, it's you know, the family of his best friend. And I scooped me up the biggest serving of what I thought was all gratin potatoes. And instead, what I realized, and I'm literally getting nauseous right now thinking about it, it was squash that had been cut like in round, like like pieces of potato. And I just didn't think that I was going to be able to get. Now, if if you if now if you if you ever have me over for dinner, you will notice the small, tiny portions that I take, just in case. Just in case. Just in case it looks really good, but it tastes like sewage. Okay, because that's what this and the texture was so bad. And let me tell you, it took me an hour and a half to get through that squash. But you got through it. I got through it. The orange color was not cheddar cheese like I thought. It was the- Oh, I was just going to say maybe there was some cheese on it. It was good. No. No. And somebody said to me later, "Andrew, you should have just said you don't like squash and you you apologize, but and I'm like, "No, I'm a guest. I'm not going to waste the food. Obviously, a lot of effort went into creating this dish and I'm going to be respectful." So that's how I roll, okay? That's how I was raised. You know, I I scooped up that that squash and it was my job to eat it. That was one of the worst experiences of my life, I will tell you. But then as a host, you know, you also have to remember that you need to have the same attitude that when somebody comes over that you're gracious. So if somebody says, and I, you know, oh, you know, that you use dried oregano instead of fresh oregano, you go, oh, well, you know what? I'm going to have to try that fresh sometime. You know, that's a great idea. Can we just get back to a culture that's just not constantly looking to be offended? We got enough to be offended. Get offended about everything. We got enough to be offended. And here's here's some success on 
on uh, offense. There's a story I meant to bring it up with Bob Walters. There is a um, a, a trans teacher, a man basically, who um, gave out his TikTok name of his TikTok. I don't do TikTok, so I don't know what they're yeah, called. I don't, either. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what their account is called. There's names for it. And to, to his middle school kids to have them look at his TikTok videos, which were very sexually suggestive. And he got the boot. So there are times that, so I'm not suggesting that nobody should ever be offended. What I'm suggesting is it's like we, we, we're, de- we're demanding, we're being demanded to have tolerance and validation to participate with mental illness and with pedophiles like that, li- like, like that teacher, right? That trans teacher, um, pre- preying on our children that we're not allowed to be offended by. Um, but we got to be offended by somebody, you know, who's complimenting our food. I mean, we got, we got to flip the script. On where we're at. Here's a little uh, little good nugget out of Florida I want to share with you guys about DeSantis. I'm not sure if this has happened yet or not. This is from Florida's Voice News. DeSantis administration is revoking the liquor license of Orlando drag show venue that exposed children to sexual performances. Quote, Governor DeSantis stands to protect the innocence of children and the governor always follows through when he says he would do, says he would do something. That's what we need, man. You're going to drag kids into your bar? When they're underage and you're going to perform sexually around them and try to normalize the sexualization or whatever the word is of children. Okay, you know, take that someplace else with your liquor license because that ain't happening here in the state of Florida. So that's the nominee for here of the week. Get to take a break. Do come back. Follow me on all the socials. Email me at andreacasio.com. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I think Skins has an update on the um, the balloon and whether or not it was shot down over Montana. From everything I'm reading, it's still, it still, it, it, it doesn't look like that's what it was. They don't know what it was as far as what was in the sky in the same area that mm-hmm. was hovered above, above Montana. But what is interesting is I'm seeing that it says that military planes were sent to shoot the balloon down, but they were ordered to stand down and get back to base. Well, that wouldn't surprise me at all because, you know, this Biden administration, Joe Biden, he does not have any designs. And, uh, you know, he campaigned in in, uh, in 2020 on, uh, you know, China's not our enemy. You know, they hadn't done anything wrong. Well, so with the, the clip that Trump was talking about, the difference between the two administrations, this is exactly what he was talking about. Yep, absolutely. Um, you know, somebody emailed me. I failed to mention yesterday about the shooting death of a Republican member of a New Jersey uh, borough council. She was shot and killed near her residence in Jersey. Her name was um, Eunice Dwumfor of Saraville. I don't know. Shoot, my laptop is being all squirrely. Um, anyway, she was. Um, she, I, I'm totally. I'm a little confused as to what happened. Her car crashed. Um, I I don't know. I guess I guess it, it. She was shot while she was driving, and so then she crashed her car. So this looks like a targeted killing to me. Um, she was only 30 years old, beautiful African American gal, um, and 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 it's just this is, you know it. 
it may sound so stupid or, or trite or impossible to connect the dots between the story I was talking about, about people being offended by everything, including a compliment on food. But, you know, you look at the rise in crime that we have in hatred against each other. I mean, the, the play on our emotions in terms of... You know, when you when you're constantly telling people that they're victims, that they're victims, that they're victims, you are going to and that and that other members of society are the bad guys. You are going to put people in a state to where they are miserable and full of hate. There's a story out of Laguna Hills, I think it is today, this accountant who claims to be mixed race, you know, and you can see. Um, if you Google the story, I don't know what his ethnicity is, but he um, mowed down with his car. A 50-year-old emergency doctor, married father of two, uh, gets out. So he's this mixed-race accountant guy is driving his Lexus, rams this doctor, 58-year-old emergency room doctor, off of his bike, and then gets out of his Lexus. And while he's screaming, uh, white privilege slurs, starts stabbing and kills this doctor. Just out of nowhere. But all we ever hear in the media is, you know, how MAGA is about hatred and, and division and this and that. So it's 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 complicated. There's not an easy fix for it. But one of the things we got to do is just keep pushing back, you know, when we hear when we hear dumb stuff like, you know, because it starts in something small. It starts with stupidity like, um, you know, you're not allowed to say this because it's it's offending people. You know, we, we started with the snowflake stuff 10 years ago or 15 years ago. At the time when the, when the coloring rooms and colleges started with blankets and coloring books, um, you know, I don't think we really thought how far it would go to where now we've got, you know, t- d- practically teachers in drag doing TikTok videos to kids. It's all connected. It's all part of the same insanity. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. Final segment of tonight's Andrea Kasia. We got Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. 888-344-1170. Do you have like a local person? I'd love a local Hero of the Week. Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Wow. Um, I got to share this story there's just something so um, there's some doctors out there that are just absolutely doing God's work and you know I've, I've encountered some doctors and nurses in the past couple of weeks that were like that but this is absolutely extraordinary there's a young gal who was a model whose part of her nose and her entire upper lip was um, bitten off by a pit bull she said the animal was quote shaking her head like a toy and ultimately rip, ripping off her entire upper lip and part of her nose and these plastic surgeons who, you know, basically created a face for her just did an amazing job. And so they might be my heroes of the week because, you know, these are these are people that dedicate their time and their money and their, you know, incredible skills, you know, to to to, to this isn't about somebody trying to perfect their nose. Right. This is about having a face. Right. So just absolutely uh, that it happened in November of 2020. Just an amazing result. Beautiful gal. So I'm happy for her that she's got, you know, a good, a good result. So that's good news. Um, that's not me putting down pits, but you got to be careful. I mean, all dogs, see, the thing is, is that any dog can bite maybe some gator would never bite, but um, there's some that can take your face off. 
There's some that if they bite, they might take, you know, a little chunk of skin. And then there's the ones that they can t- literally take a face off. Yeah. Then there's then there's like Pete. He just licks everything. Pete, how's he doing? He's good. He's almost not quite. He's almost fully recovered from his little minor surgery, but he's doing good. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. You pulled some great clips uh, of um, Trump, and I've been a little hard on him lately. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna give Trump an opportunity to maybe be a potential hero of the week. Here's what he had to say on Ukraine. Clip nine. Well, first of all, it should have never started. It would have never started had I been president. There was no chance of this war starting. And frankly, I don't think Putin wanted to do it. I think he was sort of forced in by the statements being made by Biden. And it's something so sad to see, because no matter what happens now, it can never be like it could have been with nobody dead and with no cities demolished. Because you look at some of these cities, they're absolutely in ashes. This uh, one city, they were flying over it. There was not one building standing. So it should have never, ever happened. But it did happen. Uh, with that being said, it can be negotiated, I think, within 24 hours. Uh, it really has to be done from the office of the president. And you have to get them both in a room. And there are things you can say to each one of them, which I won't reveal now, which will guarantee that this war will end immediately. And they have to do it because what's happening is a horror. It's a horror. And far more people are being killed than what they're talking about. You know, they're talking about numbers that are nothing by comparison to what the real numbers are. When they knock down yeah, those can, big apartment we, Yeah, we can stop it there. Um, I absolutely agree with them. They, there's a reason why there are no peace talks. And you and when Elon Musk mentions peace talks in Ukraine, he gets a, he gets a smackdown from Zelensky. They don't want them. They don't want peace. If they wanted peace, they'd be trying to get peace. No, Zelensky likes being on the cover of Vogue magazine. He likes getting $100 million or 100 billion of us or however many trillions it is at this point. And then still we got to send him Abrams, Abrams tanks. What have you been spending the money on, oh, man? Oh, now they want jets. Yeah, now they want jets? No. One of the most corrupt countries in the world, and we're just, we're bleeding out for them. No. We have no interest. We need to be, we need to be bringing them to the table. But look, you know, um, and it's... It's so contradictory, so schizophrenic, because on the one hand, they're like, oh, yeah, let's just continue to foster and pay for this proxy war with Ukraine. But then China comes and sends a a balloon in our face to spy on us. It's like it's like, you know, seeing a peeper outside your bedroom window. And it's like, oh, okay, keep peeping at my kids. Ukraine safe. Ignore everything here at home. Yeah, absolutely crazy. All right. um, Here was a a clip on him being asked if he will endorse. This is on Hugh Hewitt who's on, as you know, on our Salem network here. And here's what Trump had to say about endorsing DeSantis clip seven, I believe. He got elected because of me, just like Ron DeSantis, even more so, but even more so. But Ron DeSantis got elected because of me. You remember he had nothing. He was dead. He was leaving the race. He came over and he begged me, begged me for an endorsement. He was getting ready to drop out. He said, if you endorse me, I'll win. And there were tears coming down from his eyes. He said, if you endorse me, I'll win. I'll say, you know what, Ron? Ron was one of 150 people that was on television. I mean, Jim Jordan was the best and others were great. But he was one of 150 of you that was on television and he was supporting me on the impeachment hoax number one and a little bit on the impeachment hoax number two. And I said, I don't know Adam Putnam, so we'll do it. So I end up doing it and he wins. It would, they say it was like a, a bomb went off. Just a bomb just totally went off. 
from the moment I endorsed him, he went from losing by numbers that are not catchable to winning easily. And yeah, then I got let's stop him there. Let's stop him there. I mean, is he not? Is he? Is there anybody that can get anywhere close to matching his ability to self-promote? No. And you have to have that to win a national election. You have to have that. There is nobody better, and that's There's undeniable. N- absolutely undeniable. I don't know. I didn't follow the, the race when he endorsed DeSantis, but I will tell you that I don't believe for a second DeSantis had tears flowing out of his eyes. At that a was comical. That was comical. And I would tell you, and he delivered that line way better than AOC did with her rant last night about them about the Republicans tar- targeting Ilhan Omar. Oh, he because, seemed sincere. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's very believable. Um, you had a clip, actually, from somebody talking about um, going after... I guess we don't have it. After uh, oh no, here Omar. it is. Scarborough defending represented uh, representing. Uh, oh yeah, Omar. All right, clip four. Yeah, and, and you know, Jen Psaki, It's so important to say Hakeem Jeffries underlined <laughs> the fact that uh, Ilhan Omar has said some things that he disagreed with. Yeah, she said some things that I disagreed with strongly. Uh, uh, but you know what? Um, a lot of Republicans have done the same thing. I've or said, worse. I've said, yeah. I said stupid things when I was in Congress. I think everybody at times in the heat of battle have said things that they regretted. She apologized immediately. You have a lot of Republicans who haven't apologized mm-hmm. for putting people's lives at risk. Um, I can't and so- listen to him anymore. I can't listen to him anymore. Like, here's the deal. This is the first time, one of the first times in recent memory, any Democrat's been held accountable or responsible or suffered any kind of consequence for their actions ever in recent modern times that I'm aware of. That's why this needs to happen. I'm sick and dang tired of Republicans, conservatives, average Americans having to, having to suffer the weight of the consequences of their actions. Like, uh, you know, she, I don't even consider her conservative. Roseanne Barr lost her entire franchise that she created because of a, of a one mean tweet about Valerie Jarrett. And you're going to defend Ilhan, Ilhan Omar. Let me tell you, the Republicans are my I, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure there's anybody in the number two spot. For me, the Republicans actually finally getting some some hoo-hahs and deciding to boot that hack fundraiser for a terrorist organization that's a front group for Hamas. Hat tip to them. Hat tip to them. You don't like accountability? Then maybe you need to stop doing it, the Republicans. In fact, this didn't go, quite frankly, didn't go far enough for me. But, you know, I, I it, we, what really should happen is she should really be prosecuted for her immigration scheme marrying a brother. It happened. Right? There's that. All right. Um, did you have a movie or something that you wanted on, for Friday Fun Day that you wanted to um, yeah, recommend? Yeah. Uh, actually, uh, so... I did go see, I'm big into horror movies, and there's one that's out right now. It's kind of like based on artificial intelligence, so they come up with this smart childhood companion that somebody can purchase. It's called Megan is the name of the movie and the the product, and it learns it, and it links to the child, and it tries to be a horror movie, and it fails miserably. Uh. If you do like any movies of that genre... I don't recommend it. Wait till it comes out on the stream because it's not worth your money to go see in the theater. Okay. However, you can this weekend go see the 30th anniversary re-release of what we were talking about just the other day, Groundhog Day with Bill Murray in theaters only starting again. It's coming out uh, Sunday. Okay. We'll see how many people want to go see it. It's been a while. 30 years is 
long time. I know, right? 1993. Crazy, Crazy to think about that. Um, I don't know if I liked it enough to want to go pay full prices. Maybe a matinee. Some some of the older movies, if, if they continue with uh, what they've done in the past, they don't charge as much for the older ones. Yeah, that's a good idea. Kind of like if they're if you want to do pay per view on demand movies, there's some that in theaters now are nineteen ninety nine, which I would never pay for. And then they got others for like six ninety nine, yeah, kind of exactly. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but my um, son's never seen it, so we're going to go this Sunday. Well, I think that's a great thing to do. Um, I watched last night first episode of a TV show called The Last of Us. Yeah, you were telling me about this. I've heard all about it, but I. I didn't even know what it was about. I thought it was really good. I, I don't want to give any of the story away. Let's just say that it has to do with apocalyptic times. Um, not my genre. Um, well, but then you had me at zombies. Well, okay, but we don't want to tell any more than that. No. There, there is a zombie element, and that's not my genre. But the, but it was enough of a character-driven drama about these characters and about the people, and it was well-acted. Um, I thought it was really good. I was actually surprised. Is This this is its first season, correct? Uh I'm not sure if this is season one or season two. Maybe you guys can 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 let us know. I'm not sure, um, but but really. But good. I'm going to check this out. Yeah, I think you would really like it. Um, Any big stars in it? Uh, no, nobody that are recognized. Nobody that I recognize. And you know what? That's fine with me because I, it, it, is Hollywood like it used to be? Do we no, even it's have? Not. We don't really have stars like we used to. Anymore, yeah, you have you have a couple that are still still there making good quality stuff, but for the most part, not really. And I think it's just because we they they share too much about who they are and their crap, and then you just there's just no mystery, and it's just no, just make a good movie, yeah. And then also, you know, celebrities used to there used to be like a mystique about them, right? I think with social media, there's just that's been lost. It's been lost. Yeah, it really has. Well, it so. used to be, it, I mean, you can say what you want about it, but it used to be you would talk about those in the film industry. It was almost very classy. Yeah, and it was also at a time where we had, we didn't have um, all these streaming channels. We had, you know, ABC, NBC, CBS, and maybe TBS and CNN and a few little things. You and then movies, movies. HBO. And, yeah, and, and some premium channels. I mean, the fact that there's just now an average person can become a celebrity from a food show, you know, it's kind of, demen- there's so many factors I think that have gone into why Hollywood isn't what it used to be. Um, and it's kind of sad, you know, because we don't really have stars. And then, and then, of course, you add in the politics, you know. That's just really... Leave it out. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, speaking of out, we are out, at least for this week's show. Follow me on all the socials at Andrea K. Email me at andreakshow.com. Our 24-hour hotline, 844-814-5227. Peace out. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.